Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I felt like I've had quite a lot to do recently, and and that's the kind of thing that often makes you quite stressed. So, so I've been reading Psalms because, um, uh, well, it's it's good to read the Bible when you're stressed, I suppose. And but I think also, um, I think Psalms is, as we all know, like a book of poems and and prayers. But I guess a kind of insight into um, how we can relate to God and. Um, and particularly how we can relate to God when, when things are difficult or when we feel overwhelmed. And um, I think it's also, I, d- I don't know, I, I just wonder if it's maybe a book that's kind of, we can maybe connect with more emotively than, than with other books of the Bible, um, which we maybe would engage with more intellectually. Um, so so I'm kind of, I've chosen Psalm 13, it's probably one we're all familiar with, but in, in many ways it's kind of archetypal of a lot of the Psalms. Um, and um, so I'll just read it, but, and, then, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. How long, Lord? Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes, or I will sleep in death, and my enemy will say, I have overcome him, and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise, for he has been good to me. And um, as I say, this is kind of follows a structure that's quite similar in lots of other psalms, but um, it, kind of slightly different perhaps. But broadly what we've got is we've got the, the first section, which is kind of this outpouring of emotion and how the psalmist feels. And then we've got the second section, which is kind of... Um, maybe a response to that and um so we'll look at it in the, that order but um so i think as we see in in this psalm and in many of them um an amazing amount of permission within scripture to talk to god and be really honest with how we're feeling and um and uh how whether that's good or bad um the strength of emotion that is expressed is quite quite visceral and um, I think if as I say there's lots of other psalms that are similar and in in even in this psalm perhaps but certainly in others um, David and the other psalmists probably go much further than we would in terms of expressing how, what the things they express to God particularly anger and the desire for revenge and things like that um, but also um, kind of sorrow very dramatic language um, and um, yeah but there's a real um honesty and genuineness with, with how they relate to God and how they um, are truthful with exactly what they're feeling and with thoughts that we would probably want to censor, even if we were talking to God, that they're really comfortable and talking to God about those things and asking God for for things that we would think you should never ask God for, like terrible revenge on my enemies or, or, or you know, very public vindication of of accusations made against you. Um, the psalmist is really happy to talk about those things. And um, and I think that's um, something that I think is is always good to remember and um, is really is a really good uh, invitation that I think the scripture gives us here and in lots of other places as well. And um, that we can be really honest with God, we can be really open. And um, I think for us, um, I think there's a cultural gap that makes sometimes it, even just to read the psalms feels a bit uncomfortable We're like, oh can you can you say that but actually i think there's a an encouragement there for us to be to be even more honest with god 
and and that's something I really love. Um, perhaps to the extent where, uh, if there is a risk of anything, it's probably a risk that that is what. what and and any time I speak on the Bible, that is the kind of thing I would say. So, um, so I think I think that's I still really stand by that. I still think it's amazing. But I, I think the bit that I wanted to that was maybe more challenging to me is the second half because I think um, if if I were to say which I have a more robust understanding of, or certainly in terms of my actual spiritual practice, I'd say it's certainly the first half. Um, but then, as I say, there's, there's many psalms like this, and almost all of them have this second bit at the end, where the psalmist has done, like, you know, said some really strong things. This is awful, this is terrible, are you even there, God? Uh, everybody hates me, no one likes me. Uh, why don't you just kill them all and make me king of the world? Oh yeah, and God, you're amazing. You're really lovely, and I just have a great time when I'm with you, God. And you know, so I think in this start, this time, it's a really quite a bizarre juxtaposition in that they're what they're saying to God is, you know, where are you, God? You've forgotten me. Um, if if you don't come and answer me, God, I'm going to die. Um, but I trust in you. I fail in love. My heart rejoices. I will sing the Lord's praise for He has been good to me. Um, and there's, I guess, there's lots of. Uh, speculation as to how these bits came into the Psalms as well and um, uh, I think one of them one of the suggestions I've heard is that perhaps that uh, David or whoever would come back and after the after the time <laughs> the situation he was in the past and I think you know obviously we can remember with David that it wasn't just like oh I've had a falling out with someone and they said I was a bit smelly and I thought I wasn't and do you know I mean it, like often he's writing the context he's writing is you know uh, he's done something really bad, or people are trying to kill him, or do you know what I mean these are these aren't like light situations that he's dealing with, um, and then and then but so the suggestion is that after those situations are passed, so maybe he's escaped from Saul, or um, you know, or he feels like he's you know repented and God's forgiven and he's received forgiveness from God or whatever. He then comes back and writes these, or or, may, or maybe it's something different. But um, I think that was kind of the the. the thing that I felt challenging to me is that um, I think yes absolutely I would 100% want to affirm that we, we can be real with God we don't need to be um, fake we don't need to sugarcoat it we don't need to pretend that we're holier than we are or more um, uh, you know we've got higher motives than we have um, I think we can we can share all those things with God but um, I, th I felt there was maybe there's maybe a couple of things that I felt challenged by in the second half and the first was if, if it is the case that um, that David has then gone away, and so perhaps this, this, the kind of last two verses were written, I don't know, days, weeks, months after the first set of verses. Um, I guess I was just challenged that how often um, do I remember when I do feel really rubbish and I am really honest with God and fed up uh, about a particular situation, how often do I come back and say, oh God, that thanks for that actually, God, you, you got me through that, and um, that was amazing, and um, and even uh, and and this second half is something where I feel like I've kind of maybe got the the slightest toehold into understanding it and living it out. So I, I, I'm definitely not sitting here as someone who's saying this is this is what I do and it's brilliant. Um, but I think even even just recently I've been thinking about um, the similar times I've had and actually how in those situations I've been also pray to God and actually. I've got through them and, and God has really helped me and um, 
I, I, yeah, so I was trying to say that, that is really important to do as well, not just to, to be honest with God, but also to, to remember and to look back and see um, how he's brought us through those times, both in the past, uh, to help give us faith for the situation we're in now, and then obviously in the future as we look back on the situation we're praying for. And then, um, uh, but per- perhaps, I don't know, and, and perhaps we won't know till we meet David in heaven and we can ask him, but perhaps also um, there wasn't such a big gap in between the, the two halves of the psalm. And, and maybe this is kind of something of a stream of consciousness and it is that God is meeting him in that moment. And um, that's, an, that's another thing that I think, I, I feel like I'm only just beginning to actually to step into, um, is that, um, that I think it's in this time of when we're sharing with God things that we're finding really hard or frustrating or in, in any of these kind of things is that God God has things to say in response and um, that we can we can ask God and we can wait on Him um, and He can He can say things to us in that it doesn't just have to be a this is awful God right I'm off now um, but actually that God does care and God does want to meet us and um, and so. Um, yeah, so I, I, we wouldn't want for a second one to say that, you know, we have to just be like, oh, well, everything's good, and so it's always worth praising God, because it is always worth praising God. But I don't think that's what we see the Bible tells us to do. I think the Bible says we can be real with of what we're feeling, but also that it is important to then to wait on God and um, to receive what he gives us, because um, because God wants to meet us all the time, and that includes in these times when we're feeling low. Um and so, and those those two things were the were the challenge for me, as I say, because I think I think, um, yeah, I think sometimes we we feel like oh, we can't be honest with God or we hold back from being honest with God, and I feel like that's you know something. I, I think that's a good first step, but I think I think then the next step for us, or well, certainly for me at least, is is that we then go on and um, we I, I guess almost as an act of faith we trust that God. Um, will want to respond to us in that situation and we look back on the other situations where God has done that. So, um, as I say, I'm, I'm very much a novice in this, so I'm sure you're already lots further ahead, but just in case um, that you um, you need a bit of time or something like that, I thought maybe we'd respond in that way now. So, um, uh, what I'll do is I think I'll pray and then we'll stop the recording and then um, if you just want to have a few moments to... Um, just to, to be real with God about what's going on. Maybe it's life feels good now, or maybe there's most of the things in your life feel like they're going really well, and that's fantastic, and, and you've got a chance to kind of praise God for that. But maybe there's things that are tough, and I'm, I dare say that's there's one or two things for all of us at least. Um, and then, so we'll have a bit of time to do that, and then we'll have, and then I'll pray again, and we'll have a little bit of time to listen to God and receive from Him. Um, so, yeah. Um, Father, we're so grateful um, that you are our Father. That is how um, you tell us to relate to you as a, as a loving, caring parent, as someone who is close to us and um, knows us intimately and um, wants to be intimate with us. Um, help us now to be honest with you and help us now to hear you as you share with us. Amen.